Welcome again. Hi, I'm Rob Saunders. So good to be together. Now, I want to talk about covenant. Now, what's a covenant? The real name is not New Testament. The correct name is the New Covenant. A covenant is between two people. A testament is just a will based on one person. So he covenanted with our forefathers. And he covenanted them, and it says in Deuteronomy 8, 18, that whole, that whole piece of Deuteronomy, just read it. And he says, remember in a piece of it, remember the Lord, it is the Lord your God who gives you the power to make wealth. There's a power to make wealth. It's a greater power than what's taught at Harvard Law School. And what does that power confirm? His covenant that he has sworn to your fathers, to your fathers in the faith. He swore this covenant, the power to make wealth, to give you the power to your fathers. But also, Moses recorded, as it is to this day. You see, unless a covenant is broken or changed in the New Testament, it continues straight through. So this covenant endures till now. So the secret, so to speak, is, the mystery, is that I need to find that covenant and act within it. It's just like I need to find the blessing of the Lord and act within it. I need to stand on his covenant to be my God and for me to be his son, to be his people. Now, he had one immediate challenge after he gave that covenant. He said, but if you say in your heart, now here's, here's the Christian's prob problem. So he's been to Harvard. So he's seen how he that makes, has the goal makes the rules. He's seen how all that works. And so he's doing business by all the world standards. So the Lord says, but if you say in your heart, my own power, my shrewdness, my cleverness made me this wealth and forget the Lord your God, that it was he the one that was his blessing. He says, I testify against you that you will surely perish, that you will have a bad end, that there will be an unfortunate drama for your life. Wow, what a dichotomy. So these are everlasting covenants. So of course, as a young man, what did I do? Well, I'm going to take credit for everything. Look how smart I am. Look how big my house is. Look what car I'm driving. Uh, I doubt if I needed it, but I had a jet helicopter that would pick me up at my office and fly me to my airplane with the engines running waiting for me to show up. Now, that was some of the dumbest. Uh, what did I save? 10 minutes, 15 minutes? 15 minutes, am, am, am I the, is it that important that I couldn't schedule a little better? Gracious. You know, that's called being on the hamster wheel. It looks glamorous, it looks glorious, but listen, I look back on that and say, what, what, what are you doing? Being in a hurry, you know, what a privilege it is, we think, to prove how important we are to always be in a hurry. 
Well, I remember when one of my business associates in a deal flew me to the deal and back home in his Jetstar. Man, I, I wish when I'd gotten off that Lockheed Jetstar four-engine jet, I wish there'd been a lot of people there to see me getting off that airplane because it's, wow, a young guy like that, he must really be important. No, it's not my power. Isn't that sad? It's not my power that gave me the strength and the cunning to make that wealth. It was what God wanted to bless me with, and there I was taking his blessing and trying to act like a big shot. <laughs> I'm sorry to have to report that to you. But nonetheless, so I had to unlearn a lot of things, didn't I? It took me a lot of years to unlearn them. Now, I don't want to be involved in anything that isn't from his blessing and from his covenant and from his promise. Now, that's called success. Lasting success. I owe nobody nothing. Nowhere. Isn't that good news? You know why? Not because I'm so capable, but because I am living in God's blessing. And that's not some prosperity gospel. That's a promise and an offer that I can choose to take. <laughs> now, don't shout me down out there in TV land. Listen, it is him that gives me the power to make wealth. Now, let me talk, let me conclude this for just a moment and talk about the God of gold. Is there a God of gold? Now, I always ask the question, is money neutral? Well, it says in Exodus 32, 31, <coughs> that they worship the God of gold. That is correct. And that God of gold is active. And money talks. Have you ever heard that phrase? Doesn't that fit with the God of gold? Money talks. Have you ever heard that saying? Well, it does. Money has power. And it has the power to influence what we do and the choices we make. Well, wouldn't it be better to be influenced by the, his power through covenant that gives us his teachings, his proverbs, his promises, his blessings and plans, commandments and concepts to make wealth, wouldn't that be the way to go? Now you can build upon that foundation wise business principles. It taught at Harvard and the University of Colorado, but, but the point is that the foundation is God and not the God of gold. I hope you've enjoyed this brief talk about this, and I hope it leads you into great blessing. I've so enjoyed sharing today's episode with you. To learn so much more about true happiness, our coaching programs, and our video courses, please join me at wealthcoachcoach.com. Look forward to talking to you soon.